Hey guys, it's Mio here, your host for Hot Issue, What's for Lunch? Hot Issue is a show under Act Now Community Mobile App where we dive deep into community issues happening around us with our invited guests representing their respective professions. Now, for today, what are we having for lunch? Let's find out. Hello, what is up, folks? Mio Adlan here once again for another session of the Act Now Hot Issue. What's for lunch? Today's Wednesday. Hope you guys are having a great midweek. Uh, happy Wednesday so far, and hope you guys have had your lunch all prepared later. Dan sebelum anda menikmati juada makanan tengah hari anda, let us be together with you on your screens for us to actually share with you all of the hot issues, all of the latest topics, what's, whatever is that's going on with our country, within our own community, as well as maybe our neighboring countries as well. And we do hope that you guys share this video across your own platforms because why we do want to make sure that a lot of people out there are able to actually hear from us. A lot of people are able to actually get more information of what we want to talk about today. And of course, as normal, as obvious, I'm never doing this alone. I will not dare do this alone. I have my very special partner in crime to handle all of this hot panas issue that we have, Mr. Melvin Lam. Hey, Melvin, what is up? Hi. It's not that panas, a very cool morning, in fact. <laughs> yeah, actually, it has been a very uh, gloomy morning. I was just doing my laundry this morning and I was afraid that I could not kering because cuaca macam very gloomy and very mendung. Hopefully, it will become a bit heatier throughout the afternoon and hopefully tak hujan lah. Susah baju ni sebab yelah kita basuh baju kan almost every other day you know, to make sure that we have nice clothes and everything. So, how, how do you do your laundry? Well, I let it dry naturally. So... When it's dry, I just have to collect back. Otherwise, to keep it dry. <laughs> so, so, so you don't hang it outside, is it? Do you hang it in the outside? Or you hang it uh, it's it's handed outside, but not exposed to the weather. It's covered. Ah, okay. So you don't get the ultimate sunlight and the ultimate heat from the sun, lah. Basically, uh, that was why the color is it. A direct ah, heat. Okay. <laughs> I don't find that manipulatory. <laughs> no, I let the dekat tengah panas. Make sure that it's dry. Make sure that you know it, it smells nice from the fabric softener and, and, and from whatever yes, detergent right. I was using for. Why are we talking about laundry? Kita bukan cerita nak pasal laundry sebenarnya. We're not talking about laundry, but we want to share yeah, with you guys household topics probably. Kita nak apa? Kita nak mempelbagaikan. We want to mix it up a bit. And you know, just just asking how people's lives are. You know, granted the fact that right now you're in your office. People are able to actually, you know, visit their office once again. You know, yeah. granted with the SOPs uh, in in phase one and phase two. Again, this has been the first week, the first three days that you're back in the office. You you must be, you know, no feeling feeling it already. You know, granted, you know, with the environment that is so foreign to you for the past six eight months, you're not able to actually go to the office. How has it been like? Well, I feel so. Um, I told you, on, we started on Monday. Uh, this is our third day. I woke up something like five o'clock in the morning. I was so excited to come to the back. To the it's office. like morning, morning, Christmas morning. Yeah, macam dapat present kan bangun awal. Oh, I'm ready. I'm so fresh. I am ready to work come in the morning. And uh, today is as well probably before six. I woke up because I say, oh yeah, this morning I have a have a, to attend an early meeting. You know, 
so we have to rush back to the office. So uh, I enjoy my office because uh, my something I learned. Uh, this is interesting. This is from the CEO of a, a bank. Uh, he said you should um, if you have any opportunities, you have to dress up or, or make sure that your office is something like your house, your home, your room. So that you feel enjoying in the environment, you do not be stressed out. You don't feel like I'm working, even okay. though you're working. You know. But so don't you miss working from home? Don't you miss having the accessibility? Your kitchen is there, your bed is there, your TV is there. Don't you miss working from home? Uh, yes and no. I think we I, I I I do that because on when during lockdown, I spent too much time in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and in front of my as, TV, in front of TV, all. and then as keep, you know, yeah. after the show, you cook, you know, because I, I enjoy cooking, uh, and then some TV, a bit of exercise. So things are so routine, you know. Now because back to office, uh, most offices now open. So you tend to interact with a lot of people. You know, we're yeah. trying to discuss a lot of things, what we want to do in the near future, and get things moving. Yeah, one thing for sure that I can tell you that your neighbors are glad that you're not working from home anymore because if not at, at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, you'll be like so loud, you know, so intense in hot issue, what's for lunch every single day. I think your neighbors would be very glad the fact that you're out of the house and doing this in the hotel and not no, disturbing. I think they would miss my cooking because I share my food. Yeah, yeah that, that's what neighbors are all about, right? Speaking about neighbors, I purposely brought in, brought up yeah. the neighbor topic here is because that's the first topic that we want to talk about. We want to talk about neighbors here. We want to talk about not just uh, our physical neighbors, you know, our jiran yeah. from, from the rumah sebelah or our jiran in the office area. We want to talk about our friendly neighbors down south, which is the country of Singapore. Singapore has been well known, especially uh, within the first uh, year and a half, how they've handled things very well down there, you know, in regards of COVID, they are able to actually control COVID uh, infection. It has been spreading very, very uh, little amongst its people, uh, also through, uh, to, uh, throughout the whole Changi Airport issue. There were a couple of issues here and there initially, but overall, in general, Singapore has been very diligent and very proper in taking care of their own in regards of COVID-19 spread. But lately, lately, yeah. it has been reported that they have uh, not able to control the pandemic quite proper because there's been a lot more cases that has been reported coming out of Singapore. Is it uh, is uh, Singapore's COVID-19 situation is out of control? That's what we're trying to figure out. That's what we're trying to highlight on today's topic. At Melvin, Seribu Sahari for Singapore is quite a large number of new COVID cases, isn't it? Yes, it is, but I don't think it's out of control. Uh, if you... Uh... Then more, I mean, it has been increased since September 19. Uh, but then the um, those cases are very much under control. It says that only 10 to 15% of the COVID-19 patients in Singapore are expected to need hospital care uh, with mm. these current uh, cases uh, because it's all because of the, the new variants, Delta variants. Um, but then um, it's... It's less so-called intensive. I um, mean, everyone needs to go to the hospital. They actually can can actually the uh, be at home, to, um, so-called to to uh, instead of going to hospital and, and jam up go as hospital and ICU and all these things. So mm. uh, it's still under much control. But me or I say this is they are probably under endemic. It's something. Um, yeah, it's, it's we can't get rid of them, but it's it's the new norm. So, but it's less severe. 
Yeah. No, but uh, no. Funny, funny you should mention that because when you say that Singapore has recorded uh 1,000 cases a day for the past few days, yeah. you say that it's under control. You, you look, you look at Selangor for instance. Selangor, we've been recording 4,000, 5,000 cases, but it has been going down 3,000, 2,000. I think we have actually come to the lowest uh in a in the longest months that we have experienced COVID-19. Yes. But the perception towards the state of Selangor, which is definitely so much bigger than the country of Singapore, a lot of people would give the opinion that Selangor is out of control. People are still being careless. People are not taking care of themselves. But now we're we're looking at Singapore. They are having had a uh, thousand cases a day. Uh, he has been uh, prolonging for about a few days now. Mm-hmm. And you say that it is under control. It is. Is it a bit biased when you look at Singapore versus the state of Selangor, for instance, because? That's not really that much of a difference. Our our counts are also not that severe in regards of stage four and five uh, COVID nineteen patients, right? Yes, I think why is it under control? Because I would say they reach the herd vaccinations already, mm-hmm. and then the uh, they are looking at the vaccinating children under twelve years old as early as two zero two two, which coming soon, and they also are rolling out the uh, booster. Uh, we kick off the national COVID nineteen vaccine booster as early as this September fifteen. It's already they have already done that. Okay, you know. So um, I think uh, to be fair, uh, I mean from for slang or um, it's not under control until now because there's a lot of industries areas are actually the uh, the players are not bring forward or they should organize. The uh, the PV so-called centers at their own industrial areas rather than send out and all these things, and um, and I believe also the uh, illegal immigrants is also part to play, uh, but I, I think Singapore is more tighter control. Right? Okay, you do have to look for. I mean, like, I believe this number. We are not telling about numbers. Numbers now, I don't think is material for me uh, to be alarmed anymore, as long. Mm-hmm. We reach uh, so-called vaccinations, and we have a high. I think we reported yesterday something like eighty percent of the adult patients in Malaysia has been vaccinated, fully vaccinated. I hope now is for those under eighteen, uh, the children themselves. So the cases must might, might increase because I've been vaccinated, you yourself vaccinated, but we might also able to, to be so so-called. Uh, Contactless cases. I mean, COVID nineteen cases because of the new variants, but it's less severe. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, like you know, giving giving Selangor an example could uh, could be a bit uh, you know could be a bit uh, so much difference there because again the state of Selangor is so much bigger than uh, the country of uh, Singapore. Look at Labuan for instance. Labuan is the only federal territory, or should I say, the only state in Malaysia right now who is in phase four, who basically, yeah. literally, is enjoying life. How as it was, apart from having to wear masks and still following SOPs like physical distancing, but they are able to follow their lives as well as they can. So, we can make it in Labuan, and obviously because Singapore is so small, it's much more easier to control. It's much more easier to enforce such laws because they're only that small, little, small piece of land besani just aja nak sebut like loving Singaporeans. Hi Singapore, how are you guys? But again, it is. <laughs> yeah, but you know, because like when people talk about Singapore, how how great of a job that they're doing. Because again, they don't really need to deal with so much things compared to Selangor. More landmass, more people, more industry, more jokers, more criminals in in Selangor. So that that's nothing to compare, isn't it? You cannot really compare between how Singapore. We don't compare. I don't know who wants to compare, but then I say Singapore is under 
control property is, is the so-called smaller area. Uh, the infrastructure is there. The, they're able to reach out easier. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. compared to Langor, I mean, um, those in the Klang Valley, I mean, uh, it's easier. Like those big city like Shah Alam, Daringja is easier. But you go further down to the, like, um, to the Kampong, further up, it's hard to reach sometimes. Or they will find difficulties, the folks there, to travel to the center for the vaccinations uh, appointment. So um, probably that is why uh, it had to be Different in different type of implementations, we have the authorities have to reach them. In Singapore, you can probably just take an MRT, whatever. It's so easy. Just go to one center, the other center. Yeah, and 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 it is not our intentions, uh, fellow viewers. You know, it is not our intentions to ridicule what Singapore has actually been doing. Because again, I mean, like granted, they they are a small country and they're able to actually you know, get herd immunity very quickly and they're able to actually roll out vaccination mm-hmm. for teenagers between 13 to 17 and soon for 12 and under uh, starting uh, of the year 2013 All we Malaysians can do is take Singapore as an example of how can it be implemented within our own capabilities, within our own style yeah. and within our own uh, ways, of course, and, and not just like, you know, dengki or should I say being jealous of our brothers and sisters down the uh, tabrao, uh, basically. Yeah, yeah, we should not be jealous because this is something about, about man, about life. Why should we be jealous? But we should be doing what's the best for, uh, for our country. There's always uh, going to be not. jealousy. La. We always compare our nasi lemak, la, our, 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 our kuih tiaw, la, our bak kutih, la, our chicken rice. That's always going to be jealous. This is the, we the humans is at fault. We want to compare as such, you know. Because that, I say, you can say that the country is small, they have less, their population is much lesser than this, it's easy to control. Um, but yet, uh, we can't say, oh, now you're increasing back because the virus, uh, always new virus, after Delta, don't know what comes in, it'll be probably stronger and all this thing, but uh, it's less severe. The whole thing uh, we have to understand, we talk about endemic, what's endemic, you know? Yeah. It's still, we're still living with it, but it's much under control. So, uh, but I do hope um, our children's uh, programs roll up soon because school going to start very fast, very soon. I think next month, right? Certain uh, age group they are able to attend schools and all this thing, exam and all this thing. Um, so, we hope for the best. But it is now. Uh, I I am I'm so immune. Probably I'm immune. The numbers do not excite me anymore. anymore. Yeah. Understand. I mean, like, you know, whatever it is that's been published, 20,000, 10,000, 15,000, it's yeah. just a number to us. As long as we take care of ourselves, we are fully vaccinated yeah. and we juggle our SOPs. I think that's all that we can do, right? What excited me and got me heated out is those people go around and throw rubbish. We have more Twitter on this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, but, 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 last, last word on this particular topic that we have. The first one is, yeah. I mean, regardless, however, the the situation is down in Singapore. You know that that shows how powerful this uh, COVID nineteen is. Regardless of whatever variant uh, that they are, you know, it is very powerful. It can just bring up just like that. It can turn your life upside down in a matter of seconds. So, uh, just a note to all Malaysians out there. Granted, we are now, you know, um, experiencing a normality a bit. We should not leave our guard down. We should always still be wary and be cautious in all of the things. 
that we do moving forward. Speaking about letting our guards down, moving forward, and I thought maybe it's about to, they dah bagi tahu dah. Actually, the the intro of the next topic that we want to talk about is that ingat tak, uh, only about a few weeks ago, I think it, all, it was only a week ago, when when the state of Selangor uh, in the Klang Valley, for instance, yeah. uh, you know, we were given the opportunity to experience uh, life a bit more. Kita dah boleh pergi berkelah, kita dah boleh pergi hiking, kita dah boleh pergi mani sungai, we can go and experience uh, waterfall and everything. What came out after that? Well, <laughs> the things that came out were very, very alarming and very tak masuk akal and very, again, stupid, I might add. You know, whatever happens is pollution that happened yeah. at all of these places where, you know, people didn't take care of themselves. They started throwing rubbish. And what has happened for the state of Selangor specifically is that the state of Selangor has actually enforced that all of these places will be a no-go. Tutup kedai, no way that people can visit them anymore. So no more outing in Selangor. Yeah, it's good. Because who is to bring? It's those people to go there. Yeah, I'm afraid, yes, we like to enjoy ourselves. First, everyone seems to jam there at the same week on the weekends and, and overcrowded. Uh, and when they finish enjoying themselves, they don't clean up. Everything is, is true. I, I saw pictures like the, at the waterfall uh, area. It's full of rubbishes, you know, those uh, plastic bags, uh, boxes, when they dump out the foods there and have picnic and all those things. A priest has some culture, you know, doesn't need to be educated, you know, to keep our environment clean. No, itulah. I mean, like, we are setting a very, very bad, bad example to the children. Imagine, eh, kalau you are the anak, you sebagai bapa, or if you're like the father or the mother, and then you start throwing rubbish away just like that. Imagine what your children would do. They would do the same freaking thing. Monkey see, monkey do. Ma. At the end of the day, <laughs> you are setting the example of not being a proper human being. Not even being a good citizen, but a human being no less. Throwing rubbish just like that. Not taking care of anything. You know what? You know what, Mavis? Sebenarnya kan, Malaysians, we have this mentality. Alah, takpelah kita buang. Nanti ada orang bersihkan. They are always thinking that somebody else is going to pick up their rubbish after that. Stupid lah. That's the mentality of of them. I mean, I I, I did say the brains is not in the heads, it's in, it's in the ass. <laughs> <Asshole. laughs> but <laughs> wrong different occasions. They, they, the brain is not up here, it's down there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean like it is, I mean like just to extend whatever it is that has been reported, Selangor um uh, can't really enjoy all of these things, uh, things anymore because the authorities have actually Uh, place all of these places off limits and the issue yes, is yes. not about needing a permit or being vaccinated it's all about recreational venues in forest reserve that are currently closed because the fact that they do not know how to take care of themselves one thing is about the physical distancing and the other one is about uh, taking care of their uh, possessions as well as rubbish and whatnot Padan Muka kan? I'm glad this is well I'm deserved glad the uh, this, I'm glad the state government took actions uh, before further damage And I hope other states follow the same. It's not just probably the culture of slang of folks, it's the culture of every, everywhere. So I hope the government, state governments also limit off those uh, forest reserve areas where they come and picnic and all these things. I can tell you a story. Uh, this is sometime a year plus before the pandemic, before the time everyone knew about COVID-19. Mm -hmm. This is very near where we are. You know, Zoo Negara, Uh, yeah, behind there, uh, behind that, I think that's a forest reserve. 
Kemensah. Then, yeah, behind uh, Sulu Negara, Uruk, uh, is it Uruk Clank? It called, yeah. uh, Kemensah, the area is called Kemensah. Yeah, uh, I believe it's a, it's, um, it's a forest reserve area. There are nice streams flowing on the streams itself. Oh, that's the experience of eating in the river, right? Yeah, you can, I don't mind probably is you eat by the river. You eat in the streams, in the river, first you pollute your 30 foot. You're going to kill all the, all the all those fishes, whatever it is. You want cuci kaki ma. You want to have your feet, you know, dipped into the river because you're not seju. You want to experience. You want to yeah, yeah. the nature. Yes. Because we are so selfish, you're going to pollute the river. And second, when you serve food, talking about real food that you carry, whatever it is eating there, your things, your food might drop into the river, and and then bring emulations. Those people who clean up. Probably also those leftover just throw into the river. Yeah. When I say I'm protect or I'm actually feeding the fish, please. That is a, a, a streams, clear water streams, and not don't turn into a Kali Lhasa rendang stream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I mean the yeah, yeah. I mean like it has been that, yeah. the authorities of that area, the the, the margins to put a stop to it is not encouraged. I don't think. I think. The, those NGOs who protect my, uh, natures should boycott. I mean, now I don't know where they operate, but I want to have a visit there. If that you will see it, I will report through at now and I bring up an issue with the local authorities there. Yeah. Now, I mean, no, personally, my own thinking is that, you know, all this kind of things, I understand the, the marketing side of it. You know, people want to make business, you know, they want to be one with the nature, but there are still a lot of things, or should I say, there are things that everyone should really be aware of of what can and what cannot be done in regards of preserving our nature at least because yeah. again natures are not something that you can just tanam today and tomorrow the tree is already like seven feet high that kind of a thing it takes time for us to really take care of our nature deep water brown just simply open up there at sungai klang right, with all the smell and oh yeah. my yeah. god yeah and this this is so the, the those people who eat there, you know, they post it, the video in their Facebook. This, the water is clear, you know. Hey, mm. where do you find such a place in in Klang yeah. Valley anymore? It's so close to the city, you know. Please preserve it, you know. So yeah, it is. It is. Uh, as what our our what you call it? Our our viewers actually said that fifty percent of Malaysians have no civic minded anymore. Never think about others. I actually totally believe uh, yes. with you, Kumpat. Uh, it is so true in, in whatever it is that's happening. All we can actually hope for, all we can actually wish for is that at least, you know, people like us, uh, Hong Fat, people like us, the responsible ones, we teach, we would teach the people surrounding uh, surround us, you know, we would teach our community, we would teach our daughters, our sons, our fathers, our mothers, our aunties, uncle, whoever it is, we can teach them because these are the people who are close to us, make sure that we remind ourselves more often than not so that the good traits, the common sense, as I always say, may not be common anymore but we need to make it common again moving forward so tak boleh nak pergi pantai eh, tak boleh nak pergi uh, sungai dah lah lepas ni Melvin sebab dah kena tutup good uh, <laughs> right. 
Serve them right. All right, that's enough for the second topic. But there's actually a couple of more topics that we want to bring out to you guys. One of the things that we want to highlight is that, as you may or may not have read in the news, that more projects, or should I say, more shortlisted uh, dream vacation places will be opening up soon, as uh, what was reported by our Ministry of Tourism, which is uh, yeah. Dato Sri Nancy Shukri, which she said that three places: Genting Highlands, Tioman Island as well as Malacca yeah, yeah. will be shortlisted as to pro, uh, as to be a proposed travel bubble vacation spot. Great news, right? Great news, but Malacca started earlier when <laughs> remember we had this video. The Batu Gajah was so stressed. Again. Alo so, Gajah, Batu Gajah is in Perak, but Alo Gajah. Alo Gajah, sorry, Alo Gajah. The stress of jam, <laughs> no? So he started before she announced it. Uh, but please be careful. Um, uh, uh, Tioman, I believe, I mean, Tioman capacity is limited. Mm. But you're talking about mainland canting, it could be tens of thousands of people can go up there. Please limit the number, uh, the members, I mean, the, the, the number of people is going up. So they could have set a roadblock. No, no. One, one thing I nak tanya you, Melvin. Okay, I understand the whole concept about uh, Tioman Island. I, I understood the concept about Langkawi Island. And I also understood this, uh, the sense of uh, Pangkor Island. Because yeah. these places are island. You cannot reach these places using conventional transportation, which is uh, motorcycle or motocar, automobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you look at Genting, when you look at Melaka, how is it going to be a bubble? Because you literally could come from all different directions with all sorts of Transportation, you can even go by parachute if you wanted to. So how would you control? <laughs> Gending is a bit hard. Gending is a bit hard. That's why I say yeah. we should have a roadblock. Uh, just um, when you travel, you have to turn left up to Ganting. You know, there's only road to, up to Ganting, I believe. Yeah. So they should take the number of the day. Okay, today I only need five thousand visitor, so they have to have the. <laughs> so, so you mean to say that the police or the guard, whoever it is at the guard house in front, literally needs to count everyone in the car? Yeah, yes, the yes. Bus? Okay, this five, two person, three persons. Yes, I mean, besides those people who are already working there, I have. they have to need the number because a lot of people, I mean, I I, I can drive there to have a, a few hours there and come back, you know. So the yep. end will be dragged up again. So mm. me, it's a, yes, you can go up, but... To make the, the pilot project a success, we have to limit the number because that one you can cycle, you can actually take your motorbike or your four wheels, you know. We don't want to jam up place. You know? Yeah. So but but I mean, Gentik Highlands has always been synonymous with jam. Huh? You look at Chinese New Year, you don't even look at Chinese New Year. You look at Chinese New Year, Hari Raya, Christmas, whatever. No, even normal Saturday also jam la, going up there. Yeah. So <laughs> you should limit, okay, the number of people allowed to go up to Gentik. So by the foothill, you take numbers, you know, the authorities. Okay. That is my suggestions. All right. Malacca is a bit difficult uh, because yeah. I say every angle can come in, you can buy, you can actually come swim over from Mendang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you control the headcount for Malacca? It's a bit um i mean like it's very hard to do but we do really want to hear from uh dr sri nancy shukri in regards of what her plans are what is the proposed plan for people to visit malacca because like it or not at the end of the day malacca has always been a famous tourist spot not just for us local but international as well a lot of people visit malacca because it is such an easy distance to go drive through and it does generate a lot of income to the nation as well in regards of tourism but Really, the minister, the, the ministry, and the people in charge of this really need to, uh, you know, 
really understand and really share with us visitors, prospect tourists on what it is that needs to be done, what cannot be done, and so on. That's about I, I, tourism. I, I, mm-hmm. One more you want to add? Roman, sorry, I have to say this. I'm very really, really worried about East Coast uh, Island because it's a bad time. It's the start yeah. of bad time to travel there. Because of the monsoon season, yeah, now may not be the great time, a great time yeah. for you guys to actually visit all the so islands. It's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. Yeah. I know. Um, so I hope uh, Dr. Sir Nancy don't promote for the sake of promoting. Mm-hmm. Maybe, it's maybe it's just uh, a teaser. The rough sea will take yeah. your life. Yeah, maybe it's just a teaser for what's to come in the month of March or April next year. Maybe you know yeah, they want to yeah, start yeah. it slowly. To make sure that they got all of the things right. Okay, uh, jumping to the last topic that we want to handle. Yesterday we already covered this topic about alongs about people being threatened because of loan sharks, and apparently the rich are also having trouble with loan sharks because the rich they cannot pay their loan shark deals anymore, <laughs> so they burn their car. They not not just a proton saga car, okay, not just a produa myvi car, okay. They burn their Bentleys in order to get money from insurance to pay the loan sharks. What the heck is going on, Melvin? Okay, let's say we have actually touched on topics of loan shark, right? Yeah. Then happens in the evening, I got this, I read this article, I have a big laugh when they have this so-called owners actually burn their own luxurious cars hoping to get claims from the insurance company to pay their mm. the, the loan. <laughs> yeah, that, no, no. My question to this is: If you first of all could actually afford a Bentley, how difficult must your financial status be? The fact that you had to borrow from the loan shark because our uh, concern previously was people who were trouble uh, because they lost their jobs because they couldn't I, feed their family. So that's I, our concern I, before. But need that line cheater, Danny Melvin. Okay, my thoughts is this: Of course, during the good times, they're not super rich or rich. They have probably a business income. Mm-hmm. To available them to pay the installments. Okay. During the lockdown, business has been affected, loss of income. Not, not only probably the installments of the car, other things as well. You know, I mean, I, I'm not loving as for the sake of loving. Uh, then probably they have their own reasons. So they pay the renter, they pay the gaji, and all these things. They they start borrowing from loan shark, mm. and now they come after that because yes, they will address. It's not just a percent. The interest. They have all hidden costs and tell you later that oh, actually that's more and more and more. And then their daily interest is on daily, not on monthly. You know? So it has been accumulated and then they are forced to pay. And probably I say when people are at that stage probably could not think so-called uh, logically. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, what's it? It's been my property, been this kind and I get insurance to pay me up and all these things. So, so yeah, uh, I, I foresee uh, that looking uh looking down the line, you know, with, with our daily episodes, this is not the last time that we're going to be touching on this particular topic. Same case, you know, with mental health issues that we've always brought it up with COVID issues. I think this is also one of the topics that will always come to mind because we need to remind yeah, everyone yeah. out there on how difficult things can be, on how difficult, yeah. you know, all of the stuff that we need to do. But whatever it is, you need to make sure that you take care of yourself and your family first. I mean, I hope that the guy who burned it, I mean, I'm sure he has, a, probably that's a way out for him, but I hope that things settle. And please, yeah. loan sharks, people, please have mercy. Mm. You, even your license, I think your license uh, not allowed you to harass people. And this, our dear friends, uh, the Prince of Kulai Chua, he sent, the early morning I woke up, he sent me a, a 
this message. He asked me, I said, I can't read Chinese and share this with you, Mill. He has me warned because he actually uh, voiced out for this uh, lady that's um, been harassed because the father borrowed money. Mm. And um, he has been warned that to keep so-called, do not be a busybody or else you'll burn your house down. Hey, even to MCA guys, you know, I yeah, I mean, so, I mean, the, la the last thing on this, I mean, like, of of course, we want to make sure that everyone is in it in, in you know it is safe out there. So our our best wishes is to our compatriot uh, Chua down there in Kulai and to everyone else for that matter. You know, never stop upholding the law, never stop in trying to help uh, people who needs help. At the end of the day, you are only strong when you're doing something right, and this is what yes, we do. Yes. Right now, we want to make sure that we protect the ones who needs protection rather than people who are committing. All of this yeah, not right, so right, nice yeah. stuff. Melvin, comes uh yeah, yeah. Banyak dah cerita dah ni. Oh my god, we're almost running out of time here. But thank you so much, Melvin. Once again, uh, nice to have you around. Oh, always <laughs> of course, likewise. Tomorrow, same time. Same time, see you. Awesome. I order food today. I didn't cook. <laughs> All right, enjoy your lunch, Melvin. See you. Thanks. You Bye. All right, guys, that was Melvin together with myself uh, talking about the hottest issues that's happening uh, throughout our daily lives. Make sure you guys do tune in to us every single day from Monday to Friday at 12 o'clock in the afternoon to get your latest dose of hot issues here at What's for Lunch. All right, Mio Adlan here signing out. Hope you guys have a great uh, Wednesday and hope to see you guys again very, very soon in the near future. Take care. Goodbye. Not to forget to our listeners out there, if you have not downloaded ActNow Community mobile app on your mobile phone, quickly do so because you can report any sort of community issues and we will highlight it to the local councils or relevant authorities. It's all free and super user-friendly to make your reports. Let's improve our beloved neighborhood together. That's it guys for today's episode. Don't forget to watch us live on Facebook at Act Now Trooper English every Monday to Friday at 12pm or listen to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye!